Podlita. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on Want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Ira Tulip. Hey, and welcome back to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast Backwards, a tippity top podly podcast pod pod show. I'm Alexander Price. And the amazing thing about Tyra is she can have on the rattiest, torn-up kangaroo costume and still look absolutely stunning. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and take your luxury to the beach where you can sip a daiquiri and lay all day on a padded chair. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm J.W. Crump, and have you obtained relationships in the house that are semi-family-like? No. (laughs) (laughs) We're, of course, talking about Cycle 8, Episode 8, The Girls Who Go Down Under. Uh, another pretty accurate, uh, another pretty accurate uh, uh, episode title. We've had, they've been better. They've been better. And this episode is a perfect little, hey, have you missed an episode or two? We got you. Because we're going to give you the plot updates up front. Jasmine keeps going down and the pressure is on. Britt needs wait. to stand up. Jasmine oh, is- Trying her ass off. Trying her ass off. Trying her ass off. <laughs> um, and Natasha used to have friends. <laughs> <laughs> they would go out every night. This conversation between JL and Natasha, which is just, are there pretty girls in Moscow? Yeah. Are there pretty girls in the United States? Sure are. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing where a good person is only defined as a, being a pretty girl. That's <laughs> later as well. We... I also loved in this conversation, I love when um, people who are not native speakers to English or to any language accidentally say something in a way that makes it more evocative, which is Natasha saying that she knew I can do something bigger than just marrying some guy from the next door. (laughs) Some guy from the next door is A more evocative way to say it. (laughs) It really is. It's better. It's better. Why? did we get a close-up on the picture of Nicole from last or from two seasons ago or whatever with snake charmer music underneath it? I don't know. She was used as a weird transition shot and it's one of her like better photos. It's a Tyra one, but like, I don't know. You would have thought it would have been so much smarter to have used a photo in the house of April to remind us really quickly of April. Yes. (laughs) Because get ready. Um, Natasha is feeling very confident because she doesn't have any competition. Because American girls are different <laughs> from Russian girls. <laughs> because American <pretty>. girl, <laughs> because American girls are spreaders of light, or at least JL is. JL is. She has complete faith in herself. JL sometimes talks as if she's creating a D and D character for herself. Yes. Yeah. You're like you didn't need all this backstory. It's not coming <laughs> into play. <laughs> I appreciate that you really filled out that one sheet, but you didn't need all of it. Why does JL run to get the Tyra mail? Bored. Yeah, she's got a lot of energy. <laughs> Did anyone else see her holding the little flask? No. She has a tiny little flask. I wish it was like a bracelet flask. Ooh. <laughs> JL is kind of always dressed for a bachelorette party. Yeah. That's true. Like a fun one, like a one with a scavenger hunt element to it. <laughs> like, I get that. So, you know what Natasha doesn't care for? Having a Russian accent 
spoken to her and then being called a spy. A spy for this Natasha, is the, the Russian spy. This is the only time Natasha is like, I don't like this friendship. <laughs> I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I love this Tyra Bale. First of all, we changed the glossy. I hoped you all yes. noticed. Oh, I noticed. This, photo. this is That's the a braid top one. Six photo. <laughs> you photo who this? The this braid one, yeah. <laughs> and then the tire mail. Trust me, talking to people every day isn't as easy as it looks. You know so. who has to talk to people every day? David Letterman, Diane Sawyer, and even, even Tyra sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> uh, so apparently... Tyra was ready to quit the show this year from stress. Top model, you mean? Top model. Top model. She was so stressed out, she was about ready to, like, cut it. Which makes it very curious when we find out who the guest judge later is, who also quit their show. Oh, you think maybe this was, like, audition? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, where did you get that, uh, that piping hot tea from? Intern, my husband. <laughs> great <laughs> i love it i love it the research team behind pod Leadum. <laughs> so guess who's coming to dinner it's april ready for a disco <laughs> this is definitely an upgraded robot she's yeah. naturally has anecdotes looks great looks great jl had no idea who she is and jl didn't know who she was <laughs> jl didn't know who she was okay so i i looked up her friend mm-hmm. because this oh. is you, you know how always when someone hosts and she's like and then my friend the host is always like and then my friend blah 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 and you're like you don't know that person don't you don't have to call them i believe this is her friend <laughs> i believe april was like gary you want to come gary <laughs> i need gary i need Riotto, someone to, yes who my phone tried to correct autocorrect to risotto good really wanted his name to be gary risotto is a great drag name honestly <laughs> He does a lot of stuff. You can see he's got a website. Um, and Did you look at his website too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's oh, done a, He seems like a cool person. He also does a lot of very, he's LGBTQ and also does a lot of like, like. Activism. Activism specifically, it seems with maybe LGBTQ youth. Yeah. It seems like he was like an educator for that kind of stuff while still being an actor, creative. Um, yeah, it's just, um, that seems we, like a cool person. We cannot skip over the clip of April on the show Miami Vibe. If you, my, you my had told me, <laughs> if you had told me that this was fake, I would have absolutely Miami Vibe. It is sounds- on YouTube. They are two minutes long and really bad. Seems <laughs> April won't so- even put it on her IMDb. <laughs> It seemed so, you know how in the Scream movies, starting with Scream 2, they had the stab movies where they would do the Scream movies, but with like Heather Graham instead of Drew Barrymore. This is what that felt like, like a fake TV show within the universe of another TV show. This felt like a fake TV show that Yoana hosted. Because remember Yoana- I've seen those clips before too, yes. Yeah, that seemed like the real version of Miami Vibe. (laughs) Was this like when internet- shows started becoming a thing but we hadn't figured them out yet maybe because that's what miami vibe gave me the vibe of truly it was just like first run first draft internet show and april tells us there are different types of interviews you can encounter there's two there's two (laughs) 
the people that just doesn't shut up and then the one that doesn't talk and you expected a third but i guess she's learned she's learned to tire a two list <laughs> she's like there's three types of interviews chatterbox timid and even tyra sometimes <laughs> This segment is both oddly practical and will never come up. <laughs> it does. They don't explain what they're going to do. Because is no, the no, point to be a, a good interviewer? Staple of the show. There is always a learn from someone how to interview someone challenge. And it is shocking to me that they still have not managed to teach it well. No. <laughs> she teaches like, as we see, we get one or two fine tips mm-hmm. like it's there's info but also why was <laughs> gary there because he's not you think that he would be the other person they have to interview to practice interviewing 100 percent. that's why it seems like he would be there to be this character actor which they do later in like the petite cycle with right. et they have an actor there just to like do different versions of a quote bad interview to test them and the funniest thing is if there was a concept called woman's blading, <laughs> Gary will say a full complicated sentence that April will always be like, what Gary's trying to say is blank. <laughs> and it's so How on brand funny. for April. So yeah, it really is. That's my favorite thing. It's like April's still April and her whole way down. Also Shut says, up, Gary. after they do their like little skit, April says, do you think you could do this now? Okay. Like, you've watched this for two minutes. Go. I didn't give you tips. I no, just... Jasmine does not. Jasmine is outwardly saying no. How many of these girls have actually seen an interview before? Or have any idea of what is involved? Like, what makes an interview different from a conversation? Or a screaming match? JL says, Ooh. I know how to talk to people about anything because I'm fearless and I have a lot to say. Which are not qualities that you want. In an interviewer. (laughs) Natasha says that she'll be good at it because she has the look and I'm able to talk. And I'm like, well, I guess technically those are the bare basics for an (laughs) on-camera interview. (laughs) Once again, it's not not true. I just love that for an interview, she says she has the look. (laughs) Like, that's the least important thing. This storyline continues the entire episode. These? Okay, so I wrote the note. Let me t- give you y'all a little journey. Because I wrote the note when Renee and Natasha were in, because they interview each other. They interview each other instead of Gary for some yeah. stupid reason. Um, last minute, April was like, this is boring. Maybe let's spice it up. <laughs> Renee, and, <laughs> Renee and Natasha are so adversarial. And I was like, wow, this is really like a spicy conversation. Who knew that they would be so so quickly eclipsed by by the out-of-nowhere Dion JL energy. And the only tip that April gives isn't, wow, that was really intense. It was, just cheat out. (laughs) Practical tip. Practical (laughs) tip from Gary. Just just cheat out. Yep. Because JL and Dion. In the words of Natasha, when I look at them, I imagine two cats that are ready to jump on each other. I think it's hot. No, she goes, I, uh, really hot, hot? She, like, repeats it. She's like, <laughs> I think she means heated. But it, it, it's perfect to be like, it's hot. But also, Gary also calls it a hot conversation. Everyone's saying hot to mean heated. heated. Weird. 
Was it in the zeitgeist in this year that someone had a hot combo? The Paris Hilton interview yeah, style. I mean, honestly, maybe. But, like, it, it's so interesting because we don't see a lot of JL and Dion relationship interaction. And I think these two personalities are very diametrically opposed. Yeah. JL says, I'm never scared. I'm never nervous. I'm completely fearless. I am the queen of the world. And I am going to kick all of your butts. That's the thing is, JL does this thing more often. And it's kind of related to in the previous episode when she puts on the crown for the acting mm-hmm. challenge, the teach yeah. part of the acting challenge. She started in challenges putting on this weird air of a personality, of this mm-hmm. super overconfident personality instead of just talking like herself. It's almost like she has heard the criticism from the panel, but right. didn't translate it into a better version of itself. Yeah, had no idea what to actually do with it. Y'all, when JL asked the question, how are you going to separate yourself from the other girls? Dion says the phrase, I've already done that. I adopted to the name Brown. She is so <laughs> annoyed. I love that she calls out the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've already separated myself oh, by having the worst experience on the show. <laughs> you think you'd do anything to be America's Next Demo? <laughs> do you? And then Gary's critique says to JL, that was slightly affected. And I was like, I literally went, slightly? Gary? She was speaking in a semi-British accent the whole time. Well, He's then, never met JL. He's like April, so overwhelmed. April explains. <laughs> she goes, be yourself. Don't pretend this is what a host would sound like. Which I think is terrible advice. advice. That's terrible advice. You should think what a host sounds like. And then try to sound like them. <laughs> Dion also in the driveway interview, because apparently they can't film inside the house, <laughs> says, this teach I think is going to lead to some crazy mumbo jumbo that we have no idea what we're in store for. Dion hates all of these teaches. <laughs> she likes Benny Ninja. And that was it. <laughs> I mean, if I were going to rank the teaches, it would be Betty Ninja number one and then everything else. Everything else. Know, yeah. <laughs> and then we have pool time for everyone but Dion. Dion mm-hmm. is not in that pool. Everyone else has decided they're friendly enough, including uh, Renee giving kisses. And JL topless, of course. Well, production, <laughs> post-production must have been so annoyed by JL always being topless <laughs> and they had to blur it out. Renee continues her journey of like having a good good renee day and just being like i guess jl and i are friends again and i'm just gonna let her do her thing and i'm like yeah but i don't know if she has what it takes to be a model she can't not get one in on her right at the end yeah (laughs) though i'm gonna say marked improvement if i was gonna talk about jl in a talking head (laughs) at this moment in time i would also say but to be clear please don't let her win this (laughs) So the next day, April comes back to the house and they're in a room of the house that we have never seen before. Another one? Yeah, this purple room with like a casting couch looking situation. It's clear why they don't hang out in this part of the house. And then as April is stalling for time. (laughs) How long did poor April have to stretch this out? (laughs) Hi, girls. It was great seeing you all yesterday. Hope you had a lot of fun. 
Uh, I'm going to see if you can take everything I've taught you and hit the streets. Oh, no! A fake, scary-looking kangaroo dog thing has <laughs> entered the room. And did its stuffed baby Joey fall out immediately? It did. And did Tyra's entire top of head fall off? <laughs> yes. I felt so bad for Tyra losing wig, weave, head scarf, whatever was happening that she was holding on for dear life up there. Conspiracy I... theory. This, she, Tyra did this to herself so that she pulls a Britney and she gets a new wig for <laughs> Australia. We have to. <laughs> I forgot that this was how this announcement happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it is a weird mix of everything and nothing. It's weirdly cheap and expensive. Yes. Well, because then a real kangaroo... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before we can't... When you are watching this episode, anyone, and I promise you, it's worth a rewatch even if you've seen it. Watch Jasleen when big stuffed Tyra comes in. Jasleen (laughs) is scared in a way that says, I'm about to fly right out of this room. She is terrified and then she's terrified of the real kangaroo that comes in which is a correct response they will hit you and also all of these things are coming out from behind Behind. and beside them (laughs) so uh, every so often you'll just turn to your slight right and be like ah there's a full kangaroo or three but even beyond all of these shenanigans whenever this has happened before there's been some like could they not write april better copy She has to stall anyway, so it couldn't be like, you girls are going to take it to the streets, but I don't know if LA is challenging. Like, there was no setup at all. It was, you're going to go to the streets. You're going to Australia! Like, it (laughs) (laughs) Because it's literally not Natasha's fault that she does not understand this. No! (laughs) Because that sustained scream, when Tyra refuses to do top model math, because she doesn't know how far away Australia is. I don't know how many miles. And then Natasha's just, ah! And all the animal wranglers grab those kangaroos to stop from murdering Natasha <laughs> as a threat. Out of the nail. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, wow, delayed reaction. I'm like, yeah, because Tyra, I barely understood what was going on. Again, this, stop making it seem like everything's language barrier some of it's just first of all natasha is always a delayed reaction because i think she takes a moment to process that's (laughs) fine that's who she is we love her but i was just like yeah because this was so confusing and also you i mm, i know conceptually what a kangaroo looks like but if someone if one if someone if one of them walked into my room right now i don't think i'd necessarily be like a kangaroo i'd be like an animal like i wouldn't i don't think <laughs> no you'd react i don't think you'd put it together and be like a kangaroo we must be going to australia like you wouldn't <laughs> do that that quickly no also we learn what the prize of the challenge is before we know what the challenge is <laughs> But my favorite part about speaking of top model math, you're going to be a tire show correspondent more than once. So twice? <laughs> so twice. What a vague contract. <laughs> well, she, she also says the winner of this challenge, this corresponding, is going to air on the tire show. 
you know, and then you're, also you're corresponding around the city just going doing some corresponding <laughs> we also get a weird chant started by tyra because of course she can't inform people what she wants them to say so she starts having them say hop to it australia <laughs> which is better than them just being like australia australia <laughs> it's like at least it's like cute hop to it australia that is the only part of this that succeeds actually i think okay. truly that's what but april just leaves the room bye yep. bye april <laughs> i shan't hop to it that's not what april bot does that is not in my programming she she's just already on her cell gary lunch <laughs> you're my friend gary let's go get some risotto then it's time for a packing montage. JL is disturbed to discover a tampon. Yes. And then refers to it as a mouse with a tail, which are most mice. <laughs> Almost all mice. <laughs> Although I did have a dormouse and sometimes they can lose their tail, but survive like a lizard. Oh. Hashtag almost all mice. <laughs> Not all mice. <laughs> also, then, we learn a lot about JL's entire personality because she's seeing this trip as a bunch of girlfriends winning a free trip to Australia while everyone else is like, oh, the, com- the competition is progressing and it's a top six. Like, mm-hmm. this informs the rest of JL's journey throughout her final episode. Yeah. Also, has JL's hair changed? It looks lighter and curlier. I think it's just grown out. Yeah. Mm. She has been using that curling iron. <laughs> she's cur- every day she curls the slightest little bit of it to get it to where she wants it to be oh ow worth it she's like worth it worth it. worth it. bobbleheads but they, they don't bobbling though. no they don't go up and down around and around they didn't bobble but they did decide to make one or two of them notably jasmine further back <laughs> Not even Beyond like backwards. That's fine because I get <laughs> I get that they whatever. Sometimes but they like look at each other. <laughs> it's like as if they decided that Jasmine as a character got an aisle seat instead of a window seat, so she wasn't <laughs> as close to the window. It's like why did you zoom out on one or two of these? It's and it's the last reminder of Natasha's bangs. Yes. Yep. Also, then the Earth flips upside down, so that we can go to Sydney. You know, the continent of Sydney, because nowhere does it say Australia. <laughs> oh, Alexander, have you never flown to Australia before? Because the earth does flip on its... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you get it's actually very there, short. The plane goes halfway, and then the earth goes the other half. <laughs> the other half, so it doesn't take as long. Yeah. Anytime you feel an earthquake, it's the is someone traveling to Sydney. <laughs> that's just economics. Yeah, that's... Uh, okay 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 i've said multiple times throughout this cycle i'm never making fun of natasha's broken english that being said you're about i am going to make fun of (laughs) natasha's english because she says something that's the perfect perfect mix of natasha logic Mm -hmm. and then english being her second language to make it even more Natasha logic, where she says, some people dream to go to Japan. Some people are crazy about the Tibet. <laughs> I've always, I can't even finish, but I've always been crazy about going to Australia. <laughs> Why? 
Why that list? Who who was talking about Japan so, and Tibet? So Have my you ever seen my favorite nineteen fifties musical, Crazy About the Tibet. <laughs> my it's just thought, such a specific reference. I think she got confused. I think she was doing a top model situation. So it was they went to Japan, they went to Thailand, and oh, she misremembered it as Thai Tibet. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Because, yeah. I so, just, it's, so it's almost like they went to these places, but we went to Australia where I always wanted to go. The only theory that I came up with was, you know how, like, when you visit a foreign country and you, like, try to watch, if you've ever visited a foreign country. Yes, yes, yes. you try to watch TV and it's, like, the most random movies from America dubbed that you would never suspect. Yes. Or, like, reruns of Matlock or something. And you're like, mm-hmm. why is this happening at 2 p.m.? I was French like, love oh, Matlock. like, they just got seven years in Tibet in Russia. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I just, I love that she calls it the Tibet. The Tibet. I, I, it's so such an interesting way of wording that whole sentence and that some people are crazy about it it's crazy just all about it, really it does seem even more excited than the other girls to be in australia yeah for sure so we meet erica haynitz who was previously the host of australia's next stop model they're very clear every single time that she is the og but not current host it is and it seems like a compliment loaded <laughs> Because they clearly like her enough to hire her for America's Next Top Model. But why is it? And the thing is, Erica's great. She is. She's a great uh, guest judge. Later. She's a great presenter. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, yeah, you clearly are a good host. It makes sense why you were the host of this show. Erica, what happened? What happened. <laughs> if anybody out there knows. Phil. What happened? The yeah. team. I haven't watched a lot of Australia's Next Top Model, so I truly don't know. Well, that's what's after, when we finally get through cycle 25 or whatever, maybe we'll head to Australia because it's the same initial. (laughs) All right, get ready. You guys must be absolutely knackered after a long haul from the United States as an international top model. You need to be able to walk straight off the plane and literally right into location i know tyra has sent you on assignment so no mucking around we're gonna get stuck straight into the hard yakka i'm gonna send you off to have a crack at chewing the fat with the locals yay (laughs) and i even did that without using my australian get into the accent phrase which is christian bale australian for journalist That's all great. And they're very confused by this. Specifically, Jasmine. Her Jessalene? brow is so furrowed. Jasmine is still... <laughs> Jasmine the entire episode. Jasmine is still waiting for another kangaroo to pop out. <laughs> She's like ready to fight. I loved... After that, she explains that the challenge is going to be you're going to interview just random people, man on the street kind of style interviewing, and you just have to insert as much Aussie slang as possible, which is okay. barely... Yeah. Okay, hold up. And then, hold up, hold up, hold up. It does not matter. <laughs> Everything I just said, trash, garbage, doesn't matter. Because then Erica presents the printout. <laughs> the Aussie slang Bible that is literally a staples.com printout <laughs> with just a flag of Australia on it. It is so stupid and cheap and I love it so much. 
And it does make me feel like they were like, Erica, can you just type this in a... In a, in a... <laughs> on, a on your, into your Microsoft doc. Yeah. Send us the PDF. <laughs> we'll print it out for you. Also, while, uh, while Erica is talking and she says that you're going to be a correspondent on The Tyra Show, Natasha mouths The Tyra Show. I love that, actually. <laughs> Natasha is ready to win this. And, spoiler. I need to note that JL is wearing one of her normal JL outfits, which is a tutu over jeans. Yes, and a green top. What kind of monster wears a tutu on a plane? On a plane. Who had to sit next to her? Dion. <laughs> so mad just keeping the rivalry up and what's so funny is this tutu over jeans look is going to get its own sepia tone within episode flashback yep. <laughs> and, a, and a non-sepia tone return yep they have to interview locals about american fashion faux pas but, but really they just have to shove aussie slang in it mm-hmm. kind of so i mean that's it, how the winner's determined is it Yes, because the winner was the one who had the highest score. That's not how they say the winner wins. They just say they picked the best. Yeah, but that was not, <laughs> there was no best. There was a quantity. I know what you're saying, Alexander. You're saying the show didn't present us with the, with the proper way for us to know how a winner was determined. But I'm they did saying. Not do. They did not officially collate, give us an official tally of the top bottle math. No. That being said, it's definitely the person who just shoved in the most Aussie slang. Uh-huh. Or just well, repeated the same one a lot. <laughs> oh, yes. Smart. <laughs> you need to get into some of these. So we also learned that this is where Brittany tells us that she Magic has... Magic backstory alert, y'all. Yep. Wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. <laughs> it's the backstory ambulance. <laughs> yep. And that backstory ambulance backed up into Brittany five oh. years ago. She hit her head. She had eight staples, and it affected the memory part of her brain. Short-term memory, specifically. And I'm not doubting that any of this happened, or that she has trouble memorizing. But we literally just saw her memorize a whole script. I truly wonder, because it, I will say that I believe her. I objectively believe believe her. her. And so far... We haven't gotten to the infamous moment yet of Britney that everyone remembers from this cycle, which I believe is probably next episode. It is. I I remembered Britney being way whinier. And I remembered very specifically this short-term memory thing and that being the reason that I found her whiny. I'm going to go on record right now. I... I think she does the appropriate amount of whining throughout this this particular episode. Because if this is frustrating... She's tired. I do think That's she's a person. I think it's clearly exacerbated by stress and fatigue. Yes. yes. And, and I, I do think that now that she doesn't have the focus of her weave to, like, you know, focus on that on. for complaining, mm-hmm. she probably she might be someone that at this age is someone who kind of needs a thing to complain about. Yeah, and I don't think she handles uh, aggression and like emotions very well. Yeah. Yeah. She but regard- handles stress and fatigue less well than everybody else who has journeyed with her. Yeah, for sure. Um, but this is one of the challenges that is so stupid. 
<laughs> and is just top model shenanigans. Yes. And also, Dion did not understand what the challenge was. No. She's not good at it from a non-slang perspective either. No. So we get slangometer <laughs> with a corresponding ding. But Dion gets a that's coolometer. That's all she says. That's cool. That's cool. That's, that's cool, cool. That's cool. cool. It's always two, which is my favorite. After every answer. Yep. No follow-up question ever. Renee is actually pretty good at this. I would argue if she had said, quote, more. Again, I think this was a total quantitative how, who said the most slang. I think Renee did the best. I think Renee did the best as well. She also interviews my personal hero of the episode. <laughs> she asks a gentleman if you should be able to see a woman's underwear past her jeans. And he responds, undies are undies. You keep them within your pants. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I love them so much. This guy was like, let's spend the rest of the time with this guy. I want his takes on fashion. JL interviews people just so she can say her own opinion on something. <laughs> My favorite was when JL, <laughs> JL interviews a woman wearing a rugby shirt that says that Americans don't have sex appeal. I loved her. Which I was loved great. her. Loved Brittany. Interviews an American woman. <laughs> this was mean. Apparently, on vacation to be super passive aggressive <laughs> to a stranger. <laughs> I hate when women wear skimpy tops where you can see their bra. And then, actually, I thought Brittany's responsive. Oh no, was really charming. It was cute. Strap. <laughs> That's a clip you would actually put in, like, an interview package. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, here's the quirky interview. Jasleen sexually harasses a person. <laughs> Ooh, they're gray. Do you have da uh, whatever on? Dax on? What color? Let's see. Take them out. Will you show me? <laughs> ooh, they're gray. I don't know why, but they're saying, ooh, they're gray. <laughs> underwear color of all time. <laughs> and Natasha. Natasha is such a hero because first of all, Natasha decides she's going to find, as the show defines them, a metrosexual trio of people. She doesn't interview one person. Natasha's like, gotta get the numbers in. Three people at once. She says the phrase, Florida. she says the phrase, don't be cactus. No, even better is, I'm just the ear bashing person here and you're all cactus. <laughs> like, she is just cramming the slang into every sentence. She has constructed sentences where she can get two or three points because you get a point, according to the logic of the Tyron, you get a point every new slang word that you introduce. Right. But Natasha has <laughs> just memorized <laughs> all of them. It makes me wonder if she was on like a debate team at some point in her life because it's very debate team logic. It fully is. Yeah. I had a roommate in college who was on the debate team and that's the full energy and I would love that from Natasha. What if that's how Natasha learned English so quickly? Oh. Yeah. Would love. Honestly, she's really good at this though. She's, <laughs> she's also so funny. <laughs> You're so natural. Just cactuses. You're just cactuses. 
Do you need a little lippy to crack on someone? <laughs> Just ear bashing you. I love that she starts by going on. Do you have a lippy on? He's like, no. And you're like, he does it. <laughs> to, to like the uh, like investigative journalist, Natasha. <laughs> he does not have lippy. There was no lippy update, on update. this man. <laughs> Scrawl on the bottom. Just <laughs> man it's, is not wearing lippy. It's like Natasha would be go would go conspiracy theory. Do 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 do. Like she would say it to herself. She's like holding in a fake earpiece and doing her own like. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah, Natasha's just like, my producer's telling me to ask about the lippy. And everyone's like, there's no producer, Natasha. Well, I mean, it's, it's, and it's compared to like, <gasps> who's being like, what about us Yank Americans? And like, clearly doesn't understand the assignment. <laughs> Natasha has it down. Yeah, it's, it's fully a Natasha versus Renee and everyone else just floundering from start to finish. It's, I'm sorry, this is, this is. <laughs> Natasha, no matter how you feel about her, whether you like her or dislike her as a model, as a contestant, as a personality, this clip is so objectively funny. <laughs> and also, this is clearly, again, we're time perioding one of yes. my least favorite trends, which was the metrosexual. Sure. Which is metrosexual, and it's no one on the show's fault, but like metrosexual, where it we decided that I'm going to be very general with this like gay and queer culture for straight men was okay as long as you don't actually say that it's that yeah yeah i hated that trend for a while as long as you don't suck a dick you're fine you wear that structured button down straight man use hair product at least now we've gotten to a world where straight men can just do that stuff and not need to so aggressively question their masculinity except we do have war paint for men which aggressively <laughs> attacks what is that okay it's a british male makeup line okay but they behave as though no man has ever worn and like they have to like give everything a masculine hard yeah. name and it's about like it's not concealer it's like base <laughs> Is this, like the, is this like, like the Greek commercials or the yes. Greek yogurt for men that was yes. like came in like a black thing and it yes. was like a yes. black tub? Yes, it's it's the exact same kind of packaging too. God. Okay. So Erica comes back to tell them a lie, <laughs> which is that they'll find out the winner tomorrow. And then she pulls out what must have been the most uncomfortable key in the world <laughs> to keep in her pants. Were you so excited that the giant keys followed them yes. over? Yep. <laughs> if you think the key is big, you should see the size of your apartment. But that was fun. Mm-hmm. But then when they get to the apartment, Renee attempts to use the key in the door. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I guess so. Creak! <laughs> and we find out that the reason we didn't have Carrie D in the original house was that this is the Carrie D house. This hotel room is very tacky it's only i don't think the hotel is tacky i know the decorations they put in the hotel although i did like the little stuffed kangaroo on the bed that's fine i'm I'm talking about the tribal masks Mm. all of the quote-unquote tribal stuff that's gonna follow us to the judging room Mm -hmm. uh, yeah yeah um i love that um, Jasmine is like, that's my girl, Carrie D. And I'm like, oh, right, you met her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you actually do know her. They, is this... they seem like a pair that would be friends. Was yes. this the moment Jasmine found out Carrie D won? <laughs> oh! Maybe? 
because they were probably airing when they were filming. Yeah. That's fascinating, actually. And then the next morning, Dion is the only adult because she makes her bed. She makes her bed. Thank you. <laughs> makes her bed. Cooks eggs, fixes her daughter's hair. Dion is an adult. The adult. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The adult in the, in the room. Question. Though I will say, they, they, we have had some cycles where they fully trash the international locations. But in general, I do think that the international hotel rooms stay cleaner and part of that's just i think there's only Time. six people yeah. yeah and also not for long i do think to be fair this cast has a larger percentage of adults than yeah they've got parents they've got mothers i was about to say this. half the remaining i didn't think about it but half the remaining people are parents yeah yeah and eventually the majority oh i never thought about that before literally by the time I just realized that it, when we get to the top four, this is spoilery, but top four, only one person's not a mother. Yeah. yeah. This is like the mother cycle. They wanted yeah. it to be the plus size cycle, and it's the mother, mother cycle. Mother cycle. Hmm. As they read, as they're about to read the Tyra Bale, they ask Natasha, were you hiding again? Has Natasha been hiding? <laughs> and also, again, the Tyra Bale can't exist without Natasha, apparently. G'day. Get ready to put up your dukes. Love, Tyra. And then I love that they're like, oh, kangaroos. And then Renee's like, kangaroos? Why? And they're like, and both Fox. Brittany and JL were like, boxing. boxing. It was the most, <laughs> of all the Tyra males to, to understand, I wouldn't have gotten this one. And they're like, yeah, the clear boxing kangaroo motif. So they head to a wildlife preserve. What was that, um, Alexander? What was that fighting game that had the kangaroo? Was it Tekken? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There was, there was a boxing a kangaroo character. They also had a panda. Yeah, they just had animals. Fair enough. Yes. So they head to a wildlife preserve farm thing. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> Butcher shop. <laughs> oh, Where they're going to be shooting a commercial with an Australian accent. A thick Australian accent. And, okay, I will say, this is so stupid. You would never, you would never have a model do this. Never. I, like you would, you would hire someone like Erica to do this. <laughs> this is at least. I feel like sometimes with the CoverGirl commercial, we don't see them give the brief of what the final commercial is going to look like and what the overall concept is. I do think they at least do hear from Mr. J the wild, wild concept that this is, which is you there's going to be- show up with your dramatic eyes. <laughs> Like you do. And a photographer, a nature photographer, is so distracted by your mascara and your eyeshadow that he starts taking photos of you. That's not even what happens at the end. <laughs> it's kind of what happens. We're also still in the era of the Queen collection. Oh my God, this Queen collection. Would you ever, as a model, get hired for something where you had to do an accent? Not unless you're, like, known for being able to do it. But even then, why wouldn't you hire an Australian model? Putting you aside would. the fact that Australian is one of the hardest accents to do. So well. hard. Like, it's that in South African. Are yes. Like the Welsh, two, maybe. Yeah. Accents that are really difficult to do. <laughs> and I guess it's them being like, well, there's no foreign language they can do. So we have to have them humiliate themselves somehow. I truly think that's what it is. Because we've gotten to that point where they've had to do an international commercial phonetically in another language i think they were like well what's the translation of that if we go to i bet they were actually like oh crap what do we do if we go to australia that's english Mm -hmm. 
and they literally like made them do slang and then the accent because that's the closest they can do to it being like Catalan. And Jay presents it in such a way that's like, I hope, I hope you were doing the real challenge of listening to accents. <laughs> because also he was like, I'm sure you've had some time to be around some Australian people and hear some authentic Australian accents. And they nod, but I'm like, have they? Not Brittany. Not any of them. They haven't had any time to do this. this the like, interviews. Erica. <laughs> so they're in the makeup room practicing, and Sutan is the one, even though they're surrounded by Australians, Sutan is giving uh, accent dic- uh, <laughs> lessons. And, the, and that one makeup girl who gives us all a full lesson on captcha. Captcha. <laughs> captcha. And I, if you don't have the um subtitles closed captions on it is a treat because it tries to phonetically do it every time uh natasha does it and it's a different spelling every time it's real <laughs> funny cop char <laughs> we meet a not creepy male model nick hudson Ooh, also the name nick hudson Ooh, it's yeah. a good name that's a romance novel lead right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my gosh the romance novel could be set in new york and call it on the hudson <laughs> i'll write it i got nothing but time Thank you. I guess they're just fucking in a boat. I don't know what the plot is. (laughs) (laughs) They meet on the ferry. It'll be so cute. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody looks really pretty in this commercial. I think the makeup is by and large really lovely. The only look I didn't love from a hairstyling perspective was the super poof they gave Jasmine. I felt like they like dried her hair out too much or something. I didn't like how they styled Dion. I with that hat gorgeous i just didn't like too. the hat around this baggy shirt oh, oh. so beautiful the and green eyeshadow like on her was gorgeous. amazing yes. and then when she's offset and she actually wears the hat she looks wearing the hat is better <laughs> the hat was cute <laughs> the hat wearing is better renee does a really good job yeah she does she's kind of awkward but she just goes for it she and she says hey I'm going to go full, in her words, Steve Irwin with this crocodile hunter. And he's like, okay, well, that's good. I can pull you back. And she's like, great. Do they ever pull her back? Not really. (laughs) No. But I think it's because Renee's the only one in the end result that you could argue, oh, I understood she was doing an Australian accent. Agree. Uh, Yes. (laughs) JL's favorite thing about this shoot is being surrounded by nature and staring at a chicken. I just want to touch the grass and the animals and breathe the air and climb the trees while I'm in wardrobe. <laughs> Do not that, climb a tree when you are in wardrobe. That that drew me. That mm-mm, I didn't like that. Off oh. the deep end. No, 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 no. That is what you do when you're done and back in your regular clothes. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't like that. She was literally in a tree after her commercial. No, 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 yep. no, no, no. We also see, this is another me calling bullshit on Britney. Because we see her... It's my favorite web series, Bullshit on Britney. Bullshit about Britney. (laughs) We see her not memorizing lines, but rather taking pictures with a digital camera. She loves taking pictures. She took pictures on Family Day, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a little like, if you know you have a memory problem, you should just sit there and memorize lines. Also, they didn't have that many lines. She did, she even said that, because again, on the opposite side of that, she says, look, I have the short-term memory problem, but it just always takes me more practice and time. She understands that there's a way to deal with it. But to your point, we don't see the footage of that. Yeah. It feels like both JL and Brittany gave up 
before they started yes for different reasons yeah jl walked up and was like well i'm not a cover girl so i'm just gonna smile with as much of my face as i possibly can that smile yeah super awkward and nothing that anyone told her to do either no. no one was like you need to pull back on jl and we're we'll discuss it more in panel because it comes up but it does feel like sometimes she's just mocking the concept mm-hmm. well because she wants to do a bondage photo shoot when she said later i just want to be all in leather with a whip and wins that photo shoot i'm like we did, did it, it. Mm-hmm. you and got you to style were, yourself and you were first called yeah so that 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 also frustrated me jl is very frustrating this episode and i've been very much pro jl yeah and i think Brittany was so nervous about doing badly that she just decided to do badly in a yeah. way. She's, she's self-sabotaged for sure yeah. jasmine's the only one that does it without cue cards which does not come up in panel nope which is a shame because she had such an issue memorizing the lines in the yeah. um the the three types of model challenge teach that i was like oh they'll mention that because what a journey she does just have this stern stressed forehead it she <laughs> almost looks like if she were reading cue cards, it almost looks like she has she a vision glasses. problem. Mm, or yeah. just like light in her eyes or something. Because that's that's what I look like when I don't have my contact. Because I have terrible vision. And that's like the face I make. And she does it so often also when um, like a host, like she did while Erica was explaining. And mm-hmm. I was like, at first I was like, wait, is she not like understanding? But I'm or like, no. Or it's a sun issue. Yeah. Or but is I, it, Like, is that the active listening face? Yeah, exactly. Is that or her Carrie D nod? concentration phase and it's especially bad on her and i realize this this episode she has a tiny face yes she does yeah. for someone who gives so much face there's just not a lot of real estate yeah and as soon as she scrunches her brow her whole face is scrunched she's got like the opposite head size from natasha <laughs> natasha in a long dion-esque original side ponytail is very sleek and cute yeah. should everyone have just had long slide side ponytails is this the look for the season and then Jails is a rat tail. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha is stiff at first. She yes. feels like he's watching a Russian pantomime. He says. Which, what is that? You know how you go to a Russian pantomime? You know how every time they say anything, they're just going to add Russian in front of it to make it their thing make sense? <laughs> oh. But she loosens up really quickly. She does attempt the accent. She makes like she a real th- attempt at the accent. She for sure does. Which ends up sounding like the what we do in the shadows accent. Yes. And it a makes little bit. Quite joyful. Yes. A little bit. Also, she asks some really good questions. Before the commercial starts, mm-hmm. she's like, can I use my hands? What's the framing? Like, professional. Very professional. I clocked that too. And it was good, you know, because they've said on multiple cycles like ask those questions have a conversation with mr j and the you he's know the director and yeah he yeah. seems really happy to have the conversation too he, he's like very receptive and yeah doesn't seem I impatient with it at all wonder if in general there's a rule that mr j can only give them so much direction unless they ask for it mm-hmm. like it's yeah. a fairness of the competition thing because Maybe. otherwise it might, because I truly wonder if it's like, you know, Mr. J's going to pick favorites too. That's just a natural thing. And he might give like Brittany more direction than Natasha because he likes Brittany more or whatever. I'm just using two random examples. Yeah. But it is interesting that he never minds answering questions. Well, have to be asked. I, I've, I've thought of some counter examples. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's, well, also maybe he's making uh, up for being like, you know, teacher's pet. Teacher's pet. <laughs> Have you have you petted a teacher? Do, have you <laughs> teached a pet? 
So in the have you petted a teacher? Have you taught a pet? <laughs> you know, teacher's pet. You got it. Great. Great. In the van, Natasha has found a lollipop somewhere. And she tells Renee that it doesn't matter if her accent was crazy because she was pretty. She looked good. That's a very sweet. This whole van ride home is very like everyone getting along, yeah. sitting around the campfire doing s'mores. Like everyone's, even Renee. Mm-hmm. Renee is like, hey, I think, because they're all trying to come for Brittany. And Renee's yeah. like, yeah, I think I might did good, but it might be, it might look crazy when we Renee get up there. I don't specifically comforting JL. Oh, that's true. You're right. They're, They're friends. Around. They're friends now. Yeah. So. But JL's not finished spreading joy to the universe. So she hopes she's dead. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This panel photo it's an older one right like tyra looks like younger mm, you can't tell because she's in darkness again it's well, so she's got dark. like a veil on right like a like no, a, that was just a shadow I, no, think. Not, I thought that was a shadow too I thought yeah it was, it was just a shadow <laughs> it's such a it's such a severe shadow that i literally thought it was like a, a, a funeral veil also the outfit doesn't fit and she's holding something in her hand that i could not for the life of me figure out what it is a kiwi (laughs) i hope so for me it was very um when i was growing up we had the where in the world is carmen san diego video games for like mac os 89 or whatever (gasps) oh yes and there was where in the world is carmen san diego but there was also like where in the universe is carmen san diego yes i had very it was very that to me yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but she looks great at panel this, I, I remember, I don't remember specifics about the look, but I remember liking the look. And also, I, mm, I need to have a full conversation. About this panel of, room? About this panel room. So hold uh-huh. on, let me break, let me, look, look. There are three, for me, main aspects of this panel room. One I love, one I dislike, and one that's so weird that I fall in love with it. <laughs> I like the color and style of the panel desk itself. Oh, yeah. I like the desk a lot. Has a sunset kind of motif to it. I thought like surfboardy. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. The blue and the orange. Yeah. I dislike, and I apologize if I'm using the wrong word here, the aboriginal artwork. In hard quotes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can feel the quotation marks. Mm -hmm. And I I, I apologize to any listener if that is the wrong word to use here. I'm trying to be descriptive and this is the top model translation of something like that. I think what's especially egregious about it is it's it's behind both the models and the panel. You have Mm -hmm. to see it a lot. We see it constantly. 
and then something that at first I was like, huh? But that <laughs> after a while I was like, yes, are the trees. Tree branches? That have fallen leaves, and the fallen leaves are like bright orange gold. Are they? I thought they were rocks. Nope. They're meant to be leaves. Oh. Like, that's why the trees are bare. Well, I just thought they were tree branches that they stuck into some fake rocks. Either way, I hated it when I first saw it. But as I saw it, I was like, it is kind of an interesting, fantastical background for them when you see them approaching the panel it just looks like they're in like some magical forest. I don't know why Maybe. they're there. Question. I don't know why they're there. Question. Because the world flipped when we went down to Australia, <laughs> is that the reason the panel didn't flip? Because it flipped and ah. flipped again? I didn't even notice yes. that, but you're totally right. We didn't do our normal flip. <laughs> it flipped and it... flipped again. That's interesting, though. That's, well, inter- I... That's what should have been in the background of the panel room is just a toilet flushing the other way. <laughs> See? Australia! What I also did not care for was Nigel's vacation shirt and Twiggy's pool cover-up. What? Vacation? They were all on. They all just came off the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Twiggy all but had a neck pillow on. The top model resort before they got here. Our guest judge is Erica. She's back. The former and original host. Really emphasizing that hard death. And I really like having her here. And I thought Tyra's going to finish that sentence as, because she's a friend and she started it in grade and I gave her that job. Because now, top model is in 102 different countries. She definitely 120. Said, she said the, definitely the wrong number of countries and they had to add it in. Yeah, 120 got hard ADR'd into that later. <laughs> she, Tyra also makes the girls say holla and to raise the roof for the top six, which was a fun cool. thing. And then they make the mistake of calling up <laughs> Natasha. And then Natasha just has to stand there as they show the entire commercial and mm-hmm. also explain what the challenge... <laughs> what? what? How many the... hours was Natasha standing there? <laughs> explain what the challenge was and then that they're not going to say who won it until after. after? Which is so stupid because, spoiler, it's Natasha. And I was like, oh, and they're going to say, hey, Natasha, it's you. And she's going to be like, what? And they also don't critique them on the challenge at all. No. It feels like it's reminiscent of the Cycle 5 and one of you got the secret photo that's going to be in. So we're going to whatever. But, like, it just ends up, oh, like, yeah. this and isn't it was, like that. It wasn't even the top photo. It was no, Lisa was like the top winner, but then the photo was Nicole or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was, it was going to be kind of like that. But again, they critique the photos. So, so we never learn why Natasha wins this. No. Other than I assume. She said the most. Numbers. Yeah. She also looks so cute at panel. She I does. love this outfit. Yes. This commercial is weird. One weird thing about it. I mean, the weirdest thing about it is Queen Latifah in a bubble. <laughs> oh, my God. When they, if you have not done this, you need to do yourself a favor. Pause the screen as Dion looks up at Queen Latifah. Because she also looks beyond Queen Latifah because they didn't seem to tell her where they didn't give her an eyeline. It's, it's another reaching for foundation moment. <laughs> it's also, I, I can imagine, I can only imagine that Queen Latifah did not know she was going to be in this commercial. And I imagine Queen Latifah watching the show being like, oh, Top Model, I'll watch some Top Model and be like, what, what is this uh, image of me? me? <laughs> mm, I need to call Tyra. Um, 
the weirdest thing about the commercial to me is I feel like it had so little Renee, even though Renee was one of the better line deliveries. It had little of, I feel like, everyone. I didn't feel like anyone was in this commercial, even though they all said a line. You yeah, maybe that's tell true. You the was in it until halfway through. And uh, then Renee gets to do Easy Breezy Beautiful Cover Girl. Wink. <laughs> cover Girl. That's a perfect wink. You gotta give it's it to Renee. Per- no, to no. I'm, this whole episode, I'm giving it to Renee. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just like, winking is hard. <laughs> As we've learned. I will stand by this. <laughs> yeah. And she just nails it. First yep. try. Yep, absolutely. Also, the photographer is still taking pictures of that tiny kangaroo. The storyline that he was distracted by their dazzling makeup did not continue. The one thing I'll say for it is that it is actually filmed like a CoverGirl ad. It is. It is the closest to a real commercial. (laughs) I think part of it, too, is that there's six of them. And I feel like normally this is like a four, top four situation. No, I think there's more than that usually. I feel like this this style of commercial, I feel like they've done with the top three. And that mm. ends up being Cover their photo and whatever. With this, they would normally give them each their own complete individual commercial yeah. that you would look at. And then we get to see CoverGirl. It's so fun to wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So nice to wear. <laughs> so nice to wear. Love all my friends. <laughs> I love it. the rest of this show. We're always going to be <laughs> quoting that commercial. I'm going to say it right now. That's going to be the best episode of Top Model. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never so after Natasha has stood there for three hours watching <laughs> these commercials, we come back to Natasha and her bangs are back, and she's like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" Lick. <laughs> uh, so they tell Natasha she did great. Her accent was perfect. Uh, she just they her poses were too. Accent. They didn't say her accent was perfect. They said they were very surprised that someone who <laughs> Why has did you a just turn to Asha. <laughs> they tell Natasha she's beautiful. She's perfect. She looks like Linda Evangelista. <laughs> uh, but they they do compliment her because yeah. she has a heavy Russian accent. That heavy Russian accent with English being her second language, having to add in Aussie slang and that accent, she does a very serviceable job. Mm-hmm. I guess I just don't understand this idea that we have to that Natasha is seemingly have to translate. A Russian accent into an American accent into an Australian accent. There seems to be this from the panel that she's having to do extra steps. Well, I think memorizing something in your non-native language is going to be harder. Sure. And then adopting a different accent, a different strong accent from your own strong accent. I think it's that American bias of, well, That's this what I'm is saying. how, yeah, all people talk. Right. Mm. It, it's like a, it's a u.s centric kind of Mm. idea yeah for sure but they've given that u.s centric story in their heads to natasha the entire time sure i at least appreciate here it feels a little bit more like they're praising the fact that maybe she did have a slightly harder time with it instead of being like isn't it funny that she's russian (laughs) 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 natasha say oh my god in russian again (laughs) like at least this time they're like hey you have a pretty strong accent and it's i do think when you have a quote newscaster neutral accent it is easier to maybe at least do a capable job of another accent but like i have a strong accent it is hard for me to translate it into a lot of stuff because it's always the southern version sure of the other thing you you guys have heard me i can't do any i know oh accents. i know i can't do any accents except for my very general eastern european <laughs> <laughs> they tell that, natasha 
that she scrunches up her nose when she's trying to be sexy. Which does was she trying to be sexy when she was scrunching her nose? It was strange to me that they thought those poses at the end looked sexy. I didn't get that vibe either. Yeah. Be honest. I do think she did a great job. She did a really good job. She's super charming on camera. Yeah. Deanna's next. She comes up and has a Caribbean accent, which Miss J calls West Indian, which was not the look. It's so funny that with acting twice now, Dion, when she tries to do something, she has a different voice than her <laughs> typical <laughs> yeah. voice, but it's not what is called for in no. the moment. She's very good at a strong choice. Yes. Tyra then says a phrase that I, my head almost exploded because she said, sometimes when you have a younger viewer, you need to talk like this, where it needs to be campy because kids love camp was the idea behind that phrase. You know what? I think I'm going to kind of side with Tyra on this. Kids do love camp. (laughs) You know what? You're right. (laughs) Summer camps. That's real fun. Um, but I, I do, they've done this with CoverGirl so much. The, uh, one day, truly, we should go through all the CoverGirl commercial episodes and write down all the phrases that we say, even the ones that contradict each other about what a CoverGirl commercial is, because you could write a thesis, a marketing, uh, MFA, MBA, whatever thesis on what a CoverGirl is and what a CoverGirl commercial is, because it is a CoverGirl comma goes. It, yep. It, ugh. It contradicts in this episode. Jasmine is next. The, the read is not bad if her face were just relaxed. And she does change her voice to something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, this couldn't have been her best take, right? Mm, I don't know. I think she actually, because she had it memorized, she got less Maybe. takes. Yeah. It feels like that. We've seen that before. With the, the Joni, sure. Danny, Jade episode. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, because you eventually. You fuck up. We didn't, we didn't say this, but if they didn't know the lines, they brought in cue cards, like, immediately. They should have just had cue cards for people the entire time, and you yeah. use them or you don't. But, like, uh, that, it felt like Jasmine got two takes, and this was it. Well, and now the judges are back on the, she's too big, go back subtle. Even though they're just like, go subtle, not too big. I mean, it's like, That yo-yo. being said, they show some B-roll. <laughs> the Tyra does a perfect impression of like, okay, but you got to bring it back because the big wave isn't, ah! <laughs> and then they literally show Jasmine doing that. Ah! It's so funny. Every so often, Tyra just nails an impression of someone. And it was so... <laughs> Jasmine is always playing for the back seats. Yes. She... It's nice to see Tyra's critiques in this episode, even when they do contradict each other, because they just feel so practical. I mean, sure. I haven't gotten, like, a good practical critique from Tyra in a, in long, a really time. long time. I read the note that a lot of Tyra's uh, critique in this was super, if it wasn't always spot on, was at least how I wish she talked all the time to the yes. contestants. Except this next one, when Renee comes up and she says she sounds like a man. Yeah, I didn't get that. But also, problematicness aside, she didn't? She didn't. No. I don't the biggest get the problem critique. I that she just needed to stand up straight a little. Yes. Yeah. She was just going towards the camera. Mm-hmm. That I got. I think Miss J said that. Like, that was the issue. But, like, the accent was, what's so funny? And we'll get into it more. In private panel, they seem to love Renee. But to her, it's like the opposite. You know how sometimes yeah. in person, they're, like, really nice. But in private panel, they're like, wow, could she suck any harder? <laughs> right. This is the Carrie op- D. 
this is like the, yes exactly mm-hmm. this is like weirdly the opposite where they like critique her up and down and then in private panel they're like but she was the best and you're like what yeah the other reason i will continue to give it up for renee is that um for someone who has had a history of being very defensive on the show she takes critique really well with like a genuine smile on her face yeah and she does. also has figured out her hair a little bit i thought she looked really pretty in the commercial and really yeah. pretty channel I actually like what they did to it in the commercial. And I was like, I kind of hope it's better now that it's grown out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's a little less full mullet. Yeah. They also tell her she looks like Princess Di and I can see it. Yes. Honestly, yes. Mm-hmm. They said she was paying homage to Steve Irwin, which was a real look because I looked it up. Paying some homage to him. <laughs> they did say some. <laughs> he probably just died when this was going on. But I wonder if they filmed it. No, I looked. He died in like September of that year, which is probably around the time that they were filming this. Well, they should have at least like edited that line out or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or done a little RIP at the end of the credits or something. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, they also tell her, you have to remember you're a model, not just an actress, like responding. So you got the acting good. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Then JL comes up. And this, oh. It's so hard to watch her footage. Yes. What's hard, yes. Also, though, they literally give JL the exact opposite advice from Dion. Because they say, you don't have to smile as a cover girl. You can be, like, hard and have done this. And I'm like, if she had done that, they would have also ripped her to shreds. Like, I do agree with the critique they give her of, like, the best version of a cover girl is your personality married to the product. Yes, mm-hmm. true. That does kind of contradict what you just said and they just said, but I like that critique because and a I lot do of think it's correct. Because she has, you know, and they start using this word because she defined herself as this as like this anarchist, anarchist situation. And I do think that's at some point it's hard to like for me to perfectly put it in words, but at some point JL decided that she wasn't going to win this. Yes, I think. Mm. Which is a shame because I actually think JL was a front runner a lot of the time. I just think that she, they also go on this thing of like, JL isn't bubbly. And I'm like, since when? Oh, she's so bubbly. Yeah, Erica even says that in private panel. It's so strange that she feels like she isn't a smiler yeah. or something because she smiles all the time. Yeah. And is generally a happy person. And when she's just standing there and she's neutral, she's so model-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you just, would pick her out of a lineup as a model. It's so confusing. It feels yeah. like, well, and this is something we've seen with, like, the quote-unquote edgy girls on Top Model before, where they get, at a certain point, really nervous about losing their personality. Yeah. Mm. Losing their counterculturalness. Kind of like an AJ situation. Exactly. And I feel like that's what happened here a little bit i'll be fascinated when we get to cycle tens lauren which i feel like is a different version of jl Mm. yeah as a character like kind of the same journey kind of the same length of time on the show but a different version of like the non-cover girl girl yeah but you know they they gave her this critique last week which she then completely ignored true she did she's she doesn't want to yeah i don't think and then Brittany comes up wearing a Melrose original <laughs> <laughs> with every button in the world She's on her vest. vest. We've seen that vest before. I know. We've, we've seen the vest on top of other things. Now it's just the vest. 
I think that's why I really noticed it. Yeah. The way that she says, he's seen in the bush, is so dirty. <laughs> he thinks I'm the best sailor he's seen in the bush. I didn't hate her accent for the most part. Her accent was part. fine. And she well, looked they tell her that so they tell good. Her that she had one of the better accents. You know, I, um, Erica says to her, the moments when it came through, you had the best accent. Yeah. Basically. And then we get a retelling of the short-term Sorry. memory loss mm-hmm. and the the car wreck and all of this. And I feel like the judging panel can't decide how they want to respond to this. Because Correct. it feels like they want to be like, hey, well, I, well, that's wrong. Actually, let me take that back. Because Miss <laughs> J knows exactly how they want yep. to respond to it. Because Miss <laughs> J was like, fashion has no sympathy or empathy. And you're like, cool note. Covering all bases. <laughs> Woo! And Tyra tries to like cool that hot take We're down still, a little bit. We look at you as a person. Because we know you. Erica's like, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just the girl with a bra strap showing. <laughs> Which of you is not going under, but going back over? I love the writer's workshop she had with Miss J about that. <laughs> they were. There was. Yeah. Whispering. Oh, okay. Okay, great. under. Yeah. <laughs> Erica coming in with the great practical advice where Tyra is like, well, what would you say to Brittany? And she's like, you have to have, you have to develop a strategy for every job you have. Yep. Where you know what you're lacking and you have a strategy to make up for it. Yeah. Erica has a lot of great critiques. I also like how she comes to JL's defense and we get that sepia tone flashback from this episode. <laughs> it's as if Erica's memories are the sepia tone <laughs> flashback. And she's like, she loves what she's doing and you want to be around someone who loves what they're doing and brings joy to a set every single time, every single day. And you know what? JL does generally do that. And it is a good critique. And I love that because especially Nigel, it feels like just have decided they hate jail's personality twiggy twiggy for sure (laughs) yes that's true um but i love that erica's like hey as someone who's met them for a brief time which is how most people will meet them i like it i like the personality Mm -hmm. nigel says that crying and feelings are unattractive (laughs) (laughs) this is a rough episode for nigel who had been doing decent lately I do like that Tyra also comes to Jasleen's defense because Jasleen has Did she come to Jasleen's defense? Oh, about, yeah. She does because when they talk about her being too big in her, you know, making faces and saying hi to people who aren't there, she makes the point as everyone, you know, who has done improv has made is that it's always better to pull someone back than try to bring more out of them. Mr. J said that this episode to Renee. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I'm also the Tyra steps in for Jasleen during battle. And now that she's seen herself on camera doing mm-hmm. it, like on video. Yes. Oh, that's a good point. I'll be. I haven't watched next episode yet. I'm wondering if this was the breaking point where, because okay, personal story. Um, I personal story. Mm, um, my own sepia tone flashback that I'll command <laughs> to happen. I was in the church choir, like you do when you're from the south, and I like had what I'm going to now describe as like mini anxiety and panic attacks. Okay. Um, but I think at the time I didn't realize what they were. And I would do this thing where I'd like 
a full open mouth, like breathe to catch air as if I had a paper bag that I was breathing into, but like didn't. And then there was a picture that someone took of the choir and everyone else is singing. And I've just got my mouth full open. like. (laughs) And my mom was like, that's kind of what you look like all the time when you do that. And I'm like, oh, wow, I need to fix this. Yeah. And I think, honestly, when you see yourself in a picture on film and you notice those things, when you hear your own voice, like how people used to be like, I never, for like voicemails, like I never knew I sounded like that or whatever. It can be really um, a good mirror to hold up to yourself. So I Mm -hmm. wonder if this is Jasleen's moment of like, oh, wow, I do do that. Yeah, let me tell you, listening and editing your own podcast will get rid of a lot of vocal tics. Yeah, Alexander used to just at every third sentence just scream for 30 <laughs> seconds and we were like you gotta cut it out man I just never knew like, noticed it felt charming <laughs> Tyra tells the girls that what we have in our hands are screen captures <laughs> she really went in on explaining what a screen capture was like it had never happened on she does like that every time, time. <laughs> In the year of our Lord, 2008, or whatever this took place, we are still explaining screen captures, and she puts an Australian accent on CAPTCHAs. CAPTCHAs. It's just like that makeup girl's there going, CAPTCHA. You can pause it, and then we take that paused image, and we print it out, and that's what I'm holding in my hand right now. Has no one ever pressed the print screen button, Tyra? Also, they're not sitting there if you have a pile of papers being like, I wonder what photo it is. What is this magic? Oh, there's going to be a video come out? I just handed a VHS tape. It's a VHS she just chucks at them. Here. We didn't know how to get an image off of it. No, no one's cute figure it out. You got to hand it a DVD. It just has their name written in Sharpie on the disc. Or, you know how you could print out, like, oh, stickers, stickers to put on it, but, like, there's always a hole in the middle, so it's just, like, their, their headshot with a fucking <laughs> hole in the middle of their face. Right where one of the eyes goes. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Oh. So, Natasha is first call out, and she's also, after the panel has watched all of them, she's also the challenge winner, because now the panel's choosing the winner? Who knows? Why was Erica not choosing the winner? Well, it's for the Tyra show, so I guess it makes sense that Tyra would choose who's going to be corresponding. <laughs> I love Tyra's shock and disbelief as she tell Natasha, tells <laughs> Natasha that she gets to do this job. Her face is like, and you're going to get to be a correspondent on my show. This is why Tyra Woo! made the smart decision of more than once. <laughs> Which now means twice. Twice. <laughs> then Renee. Can we find those clips of her just going around being like, you're a cactus. Cactus, cactus, cactus. <laughs> it, not in Australia anymore. Just cactus, cactus, cactus. So Renee's second. Then Jasmine, Then Dion. Which feels this was the right pretty fair. Order. Yeah, yeah. Pretty fair. Yeah. Which leaves Brit and JL in the bottom. And there is very little suspense here. Yeah. They tell JL she was ghastly on film. How you present yourself on film is ghastly. (laughs) And also, to Brittany, the judges tried to be compassionate about your problem. (laughs) I love it when they said tried to be compassionate. We we put in the work 
<laughs> to try to be compassionate. But as Miss J said, none of us have the concept of sympathy nor empathy. It was really hard for us. <laughs> How dare you, Britt, make this hard for us. Your your brain injury was really difficult for us. <laughs> also, off to the side, when JL goes home, Natasha pulls a full Jasmine, like, hand-to-mouth, Cycle 7 yeah. <laughs> audition. Oh. Why is Natasha so shocked at this? I feel like when you get to this bottom two, Brittany, who's never been in the bottom and has been a front runner, and JL, who has been in the bottom twice, including last week. Like, yeah, JL's going home. I, I don't know. I don't understand why Natasha was that surprised, unless she's done that every single time and they've just never cut to it. <laughs> Maybe it's just sadness, because as we're about to see, Natasha and Brittany... Are not friends. Are not friends. <laughs> or... Was it Natasha's great, iconic, delayed reactions, and she just understood what a screen capture was? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so as JL is leaving, she puts on a blue wig that we've never seen. She, she put that on the very first day in the okay. house when they had their wigs with Cassandra. And oh, so she, so she brought this from the house? She stole this from the house? <laughs> oh, fully. It, Looking like JL Natalie took, Portman and Closer. JL yeah. took all the trinkets and knickknacks from that original <laughs> house. Did she take her notes? Oh, no! And as she came in, so she leaves. JL really was there to make friends. Yes. She Loved was it. fully there to have as many friendships as possible. Get some girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, before this JL update, in case you do not know this, I think I should put a small like trigger warning on this update because there are a very there's a very short list of contestants that are no longer with us Mm -hmm. all right right? as of the recording of this um but unfortunately three yeah right as of the recording of this I believe it's three maybe four and um so JL's current update is a very sad one unfortunately but you know we want to be objective about telling you what's yeah. been going on with people but just just so anyone knows if you if you want to not finish this episode i and just read it on your own time or something i totally get that so her name um is jl strauss her instagram yeah. it is still up oh. it's oh. at eureka secrets eureka dot secrets no idea why <laughs> um surprise secrets yeah so in 2012 jail was kind of reintroduced to a national audience because she was featured on a dr phil episode where she was approached in her home for an intervention for an intervention for meth addiction okay and it was i remember the moment in the dr phil episode that clip she unfortunately looked like someone who had been dealing with a meth addiction you know um and then happily right after that she got sober and there's at least one instagram post where she says that she was officially five years sober so you know she did go on record by saying that even though the dr phil episode did basically act as the catalyst to her getting sober she did not like how she was treated by the show Oh, Shakaru, Dr. Phil is garbage. Yeah, yeah. so very much just, yeah. Um, a, a, a positive thing from TMZ of all places. Oh. Um, 
An employee at the Solstice Recovery Foundation near Austin, Texas, who worked there with JL, told TMZ that the ex-model was heavily involved in the rehab center's efforts, volunteering to help folks, especially women, fight drug addiction, and JL would spearhead online fundraisers to provide scholarships to those needing treatment, and she would often share her own story of recovery as inspiration for the patients. That tracks with really, with yeah. who JL was on the show. Being right? there for people, you know what I mean? I totally mm-hmm. get it. Now, unfortunately, she was um, diagnosed with stage four breast cancer and lost her battle with it in 2018. Yeah. You can also still find an old um, GoFundMe that was, you know, uh, people donating to help her with medical expenses and stuff like that. Um, there's an article where Tyra, Tyra, I think, tweeted this in 2018, but mm. where she mourned JL saying, Top model has lost a beautiful soul. Um, we will all remember JL and her fun loving spirit and beautiful soul. So, and it's interesting if you look at the um, Instagram. Notably, I noticed Carrie D and Brie commenting on a lot of the posts while she was dealing with cancer, offering mm. support and encouragement, and probably more of the folks too. I just, yeah. those are the ones since I followed them that were like at the top. Right. Um, so she also just knew people from like the top model world. Universe, cinematic universe. Like. Yeah. 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 So an unfortunate update. We can talk about her as a contestant on the show. Yeah. I liked JL as a character in the show a lot more than I remembered liking her. I remember yeah. being very annoyed by her and I on a rewatch, I was just like, you were fun-loving and nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were... It wasn't until kind of right near the end when she seemed to maybe have been checking out. Yeah, just run out of steam. Yeah. And, and she had know. to deal with so fucking much on the show. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I think JL was a really strong person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had to deal... Think of all the different things beyond her friend passing away during her time on the show. She also had to deal with the effed up photo shoots that dealt with death. And also she had to deal with stuff like the makeover drama. Yeah. You know, and she like dealt with all that stuff pretty well. And took a lot of really nice photos. Despite all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And had a great attitude despite all that. Even like, even her fight with Renee, like she was able to kind of get over it at the end of the day. JL was definitely a kind of person who, if she was giving second and even third chances to people, she yeah. had a big heart for, again, she wanted there, she wanted to make friends. She wanted to make, she wanted to make lifelong, like, uh, family, people. semi-family yeah. friends. We've seen yeah. a lot of grudge holders on this show and reality TV lends itself to yeah. grudge holders. And she might be the least <laughs> grudge holdy person I've ever seen. Has never her. held a grudge. Not me. Yeah. No. <laughs> She didn't even, the only time she even really confronted Renee was like the night of a thing. Yeah. When like by the next morning, much, she was fine. When everyone had had too much to drink. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I liked Jail a lot, actually. Like, yeah. she just. I, it's potentially it's, a lot to live with if you had to be in close yeah, quarters with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But really just a very genuine spirit. Yeah. And if you think we have genuine spirits, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, reaching out. If you can't leave a review, uh, tell a friend, send us an email at podleadum.com. All are good options. Tweet about us. Do Y'all, you got options. You, you got have options. the options. <laughs> if nothing else, you have options. There are two types of interviews. <laughs> reviews? Two, two types of reviews. Emails. Chatterbox ones and timid ones. <laughs> you can also find me anywhere at yet yeah, Charming. 
please reach out to me on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Krupp. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadem anytime you tweet about us or do anything about us. Put us on your story. I don't know what you do. <laughs> anything you do anytime you do anything about us. <laughs> anything you do. Any, you know what? No. Anything. Anytime you do anything. Ha- we the want podleadem <laughs> trending. Hive. Podleadem hive. Do it. Robert. Jack. Queen Sarayu. <laughs> Get on it. Oh, wow. Naming some of the super fans. Love that. Logs. Logs 13. <laughs> with no picture. There, no. If you keep doing this, there are going to be some people that are mad. They're like, I put in the work and you forgot my name, Alexander. And Fortier on Reddit. <laughs> and this is, you know what, Hannah JW, you can say I'm not looking at anything. Like, That's true. I'm, this is all coming from memory. He did all that with his eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but he did it. <laughs> so for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 